get, get this road on the show. It's wound bag and rolling, right? Coach Helen for UFIT Studio. That's me. I'm a new hair. And we're here. Right. <coughs> I'm always ready for boot camp, Bally. What are you talking about? Boot camp, Bally. See, it rhymes. Right. Suffering, right? Now, it sounds bleak. It's not bleak. It is, however, a behaviour where we tend to get into um, where we are in a situation where we're already not feeling great and for some unknown reason we decide somewhere or consciously or unconsciously to increase our suffering, right? So we're increasing the situation, we're making the situation worse. So it's taking a bad situation and making it worse. Now, some of this does tie into self-soothing, which I did on Wednesday. I'm just going to recall the day of the week. So some is a decover and self-soothing when it comes to some of our behaviours and habits. Um, and there is a crossover. Hence, rather, on the same week, funnily enough. Um, but we do tend to take, as I said, take a situation that's already not fantastic and then deepen that situation from an emotional point of view and make it worse, especially when we're already feeling quite low. So if we're really feeling quite low about a situation, um, there is a tendency for us to keep digging right so just dig a little bit lower and place ourselves a little bit lower in an emotional hole um so what do we do we find ways at some point to increase the suffering that we're in um and partially yes this is where it crossovers with self-soothing soothing i had this problem wednesday couldn't get my teeth in self-soothing does cross over with self-soothing because we use that as a tool, right? Self-soothing becomes a tool to actually increase the suffering. So what does that look like in a practical sense? So I've got some examples. Um, so maybe, uh, let's just say you go out, uh, I don't know, you stay at home, go out, it doesn't really matter at this point in time. You, it's a Saturday night, you eat a little bit more than you planned. Uh, maybe enough for you to create a sense of guilt. Now, there is a tendency, I'm not saying all people do this, a tendency rather than uh, reset a different behaviour in motion, um, the feeling of feeling, the emotional feeling of guilt will um, actually result in somebody eating more and then increasing the sense of guilt and then self-soothing because they're feeling guilty about the behaviour and feel, I'm using the word bad, I'm, saying, I'm not saying that judging it is bad, saying they're feeling low about their behaviour and then to soothe that, to self-soothe that feeling, they will eat some more or they'll eat something else that makes them usually feel better or they associate with them feeling better. Um, and it kind of goes into a, a, a cycle of, of guilt, um, suffering, self-soothing. It just keeps going round and round in a ball of muss. Technical term. Um, where else might that happen? Um, it might happen in the terms of um, missing a training session or um oh this is this is one that happens a lot um planning to do a session first thing on a monday morning sleeping through the alarm um and then not training for the rest of the week and in fact perhaps do a behavior that's probably not self-soothing in terms to to food or alcohol but may self-soothe with literally binge watching tv as opposed to going to do the exercise i have planned so that's a common thing to happen as well so what happens then um same situation in terms of uh, behaviors as in i've done something that creates a sense of um failure if you want or i've um i'm feeling low so i'm feeling bad but i'm going to increase this suffering i'm going to take this this the situation i've created i'm going to increase it with intensity by going into the cycle by choosing therefore to do more of the same thing or self-soothe as i said earlier with anything that there is 
right, to, to counteract that feeling. What we have to accept, all of us, is that for every action or no action, there is a consequence, right? So for every action and no action, there is a consequence, right? So every action of, um, let's say no action, like I said, if you, if you miss a train session and don't act on it, what's going to happen? You're still going to feel low. You're still going to increase your suffering. If you um, overeat and then self-soothe by eating more, do you go, well, I'm going to feel better about this. So keep going. There's a consequence. In both those cases, the consequences are never in in all these situations supportive towards a goal at the end of the day so self-soothing through guilt or a feeling of that somehow i'm lower is just digging that hole further and further right sam and i've talked about increasing suffering a lot over the last um definitely over this lockdown for sure this past one this this year absolutely do i think it's still happening yes because it's still a human behavior so to create to to keep it's like that that whirlwind right so like i said it's a mush there's a mush where it's kind of self-serving um again every action or no action there is a consequence right avoiding the consequences by increasing the suffering doesn't work and what do i mean by that so i'll give you an example of where this will end or where i've seen the same with clients uh i'll use the same one for food because it's the easiest one to understand potentially and for people to associate with um uh as you say i've said to myself i overeat um i feel oh gosh i don't feel great you know what i feel really low i feel really guilty i just want to self-soothe now so i'm gonna have some more chocolate uh i'm gonna keep eating chocolate and maybe not train so i might be a double whammy what i'm not going to do is face the consequences and check my weight or <laughs> do something that counteracts that behavior or take an action that i know will actually almost force myself to stop because it'll alleviate the guilt give me some facts stop the emotion right and cut through that because if you have followed me before you know i talk about um emotions and fears being purely based on having no facts right or no data or avoiding a factual truth it's about emotion which is thought driven not fact driven um so if i was just, if i was in that situation myself as a client which i have been right where i'm avoiding avoiding a consequence of my actions by not weighing myself or not taking responsibility for my actions, I'm increasing that suffering even more. It extends the period of suffering. So not only am I making the situation and creating that emotion of guilt further, I'm digging myself a further hole, I'm increasing the suffering that I'm feeling, and then I'm extending it because I'm not facing consequences of my actions or lack of actions. Uh, and Bally's saying, yeah, small habits can spiral out of control, which is why you have me. Yes, you do. As accountability to you works for me weekly weigh-ins do stop me yes can't avoid me no now not everybody has me if that's a good thing or a bad thing everyone everyone there's a lot of me to get around right i get around right the thing is often uh often here's the thing valiant for everybody watching this thing uh i can't frog march somebody onto or have i i have previously and of course i have when I could physically get within two meters of people, yes, I can't physically force somebody into taking responsibility uh, for weighing themselves or taking the action to decide to face it. I've had plenty of clients, kind of words in, plenty of clients over the last 12 months who um, will not weigh themselves for a long, long period of time despite uh, any, um, what's the word, intervention, 
or accountability from their coach or from myself or from Sam, Heather, Sarah, etc. Uh, even Val, I'm sure has got in there at some point, right? Um, like there's been long periods of time when people haven't done that because they're still not ready to face the consequences. And I'm only using this as an example because I think we can think of all types of scenarios where we know that if we took responsibility or accountability for the suffering we're creating, it would come to a halt or would be slowed in some way. And the challenge is that often when you are in this situation or, or we are in this situation, we feel this way, it's actually, it's almost like we want to, to stay in that suffering. Like we want to increase the suffering because it means we don't have to face the facts. We don't have to face what we're doing. We want to delay and stay in it and make it worse and make it worse. Because if we do, we don't ever have to face it. Now that sounds extreme. And yet that is the reality of how some people approach lockdown when it comes to their health and it comes to their weight. Actually in not taking the, 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 the action change to either start training or either to look at their food and take responsibility for it and delay that in some cases until uh, the next time the gym's open, the next time the gym's open, that little brief spots where I can go and do things. There's a delayed tactic in terms of dealing with consequences and an embracing of suffering, which sounds also quite dramatic and, and to some degree tragic if you, if you look at it in a dramatic point of view. And yet that is exactly what happens. Uh, you'll often find that you are kept exactly where you are in the same emotional state because you're not changing the direction of the mush, right? That's such a technical term. But what I mean by that is that, and I've always said this, that action resolves lots of things. But one of the major things it does do is action resolves suffering. Like the sooner to face the consequences of what is happening in terms of your choices, if you're choosing to keep increasing this, the sooner you can actually resolve it and deal with it and put a plan into place and do something. The thing is, it's often easier, as I said, to delay the action because it means delaying facing the consequences. Now, now let's put this into a different context where uh, an action might be uh conscious or unconscious and by i mean uh, it's a it's a it's a choice of the client or maybe handed to them and you also again if you're watching listen to this you may also associate with this what we have seen or i've definitely seen i'll see this personally of me is that a consequence of someone's actions may well be they're going back into the office and realize that their clothes do not fit anymore right they've been willing to avoid the suffering because they've been in casual clothing elasticated, whatever we call it, non-active non wear, as it's called now. So they've been in non-active wear for nine to 10 months, and now they have to go into the office and suddenly the consequence is handed to them, right? Where they have no choice to face it. So the consequence is handed to them and they realize now they have to make a choice. They either act in one way, which is going by a larger clothing size, which is, is pretty challenging from an emotional point of view for anybody, or they have to face that they have to do something to change the tide of their behaviors so they feel better about going back into work and wearing the clothes again. That is a very, um, very common that we've seen. Uh, if it's not, oh, oh, it's not work clothes, by the way, it would be the pair of jeans you've put off. The actual proper pair of jeans are not jeggings that you've been putting off, putting on for a while, because that will also be a consequence when any clothes don't fit. That's a consequence to face. Right. And yet those are ones that are kind of like can be in your control or kind of not. So if I want to really give a consequence to a client and help them understand where they've been staying in the suffering, I'll be like, do you know what? Why are we waiting? You've got to go into the office next month. Put the clothes on now. You've got to, you want to go out in the summer. You want to go 
on holiday somewhere in the UK, great, put the clothes on now. Face the consequence now. Like that that's a way of doing it. If you really want to start changing, you don't know where to stop. Or the stop or stop your behaviours now, where to start. Put yourself in that situation to face the consequences. Weighing yourself is one, clothes is another. Measurements, whatever you want to do, photos, right? They can work one way or another. They can really show you where you're at, right? That's the thing. Increasing suffering will only keep you where you are, right? So, come along, this. So there was, I did touch a little bit on self-soothing, but this is the thing. Self-soothing um, incorporates into this because um, it's like you're increasing the suffering, but in the nicest possible way you can do it yourself, with all the things you really love to, to binge on, right? Or enjoy doing that you know doesn't, doesn't necessarily support yourself. So let's recap. What we're we doing when we are increasing suffering, we're taking a bad situation and we are making it a hell of a lot worse. Right, what are we doing to do that? We are usually self-soothing with something that we know is not great for our health, either physically, mentally, digestively, how are you say it, right? It's not great for health overall. Um, what that might look like, uh, I eat, I feel, feel uh, you will be suffering tomorrow, Bally. Uh, <laughs> that sounded really harsh if you didn't see the message. She's working out tomorrow, she's good. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> so very threatening. <laughs> You'll have a great time and great fun working out tomorrow, Bally, and you'll feel the effect the day after. That's how I meant to put it. Um, so what do we do? We might feel guilty about overeating. How do we make that worse? Well, we sell food by eating more, going, well, we've done it now. And keep going because then soon I'll feel better about this, but I'm just increasing my guilt and going into a vicious cycle. Um, increase guilt, increase suffering, right? That's the result. You miss a training session, you don't do the rest of the week, right? You take a situation that's bad, you feel bad about, you make it worse. You dig the hole further because what, what there's a failure to understand is with every action or no action that it's always a consequence. Say that properly. There's always a consequence of taking action or not. The best thing is, is always to act because otherwise you're avoiding the consequences, right? You're avoiding weighing in. You're avoiding checking your clothing. You're avoiding seeing yourself in photos. Even I've seen that a lot this year as well. People not be, having as many photos can't gauge where you are until you act right action always resolves suffering one way or another because look at this another way maybe it's not as bad as you think that's happened a lot as well maybe it's actually okay it's just your behaviors have maybe been off for a while in terms of food and training to give you the perception that surely it must be terrible the consequences must be absolutely abysmal if i've not weighed myself for ages or tried my clothes on oh it's not too bad there's things i can do at this point good thing i check now right that's happened so many times in the last six months so many times i can't even count how many times it's happened with clients where they've said actually do you know what Helen? it's not as bad as i thought i'm quite surprised i'm like yes good now let's do a plan right because it takes away the fear of the unknown because it gives someone the reassurance that actually it's not the worst case scenario so i can stop self-soothing the belief that it's terrible and i've done really badly and surely it must be awful it gives someone a place to start with it gives facts right we're talking about facts and fears it gives facts to the fears it removes the emotion it gives you pure fact of what you can do and that's why you've got to act on it and stop the cycle as it is there you go suffering suffering done this is a statement, isn't it, on a Friday? Right, I still, I do need to sort this out because it's not done, the hair's not correct. Although I, I, I did promise it would have it done. I am done in time. It is done. My hair is done. I feel like a new person. I'm probably a pound lighter because all the hair is gone, which is always good. Yay! I'll weigh in tomorrow. 
<laughs> so join me again as i said it's gonna be wednesdays and fridays for next week so wednesday and friday next week join me i'm gonna tell you what it is surprise right join me and find out uh until then it's bank holiday in case anybody didn't know bank holiday Woo! so enjoy your long weekend whatever you've got planned and i will see you wednesday bye